Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Short Term Rentals podcast, now on episode 19. My name is Paul Stevens, editor of Short Term Rentals, and today I'm joined by Luca Zambello, CEO of hospitality tech company Journey. Hi Luca, how are you doing? Uh, where are you tuning in from today? Hi Paul, uh, I'm great, thank you. Uh, I'm tuning in from Los Angeles. Fantastic. Well, we'll crack straight on with the questions. So um, without further ado, please introduce yourself, uh, the Journey brand, and also your role within the short-term rental industry. Definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, so I'm Luca, I'm the CEO of Journey. We're a, a tech hospitality company uh, that focus on, uh, on really trying to solve the biggest issues in the hospitality company. And from an owner standpoint, we offer a turnkey management solution uh, service that allows owners to reduce overheads and convert most of their fixed costs into variable cost, um, and which obviously is um, a great solution, especially during this pandemic, um, because it allows business to become more um, flexible and uh, uh, be able to uh, withstand like financial uh, downtrends and at the same time uh, we focus on creating an elevated experience for guests and travelers uh, we um, were basically uh, uh, we create an app-based solution where uh, travelers can have a, a touchless uh, experience from uh, uh, and going from booking to check-in within less than uh, for action on their phone. Um, so we literally in second, just like an Uber light type of experience, basically where you're in your phone and you can reserve an apartment or hotel room and just walk right into that room. And then you can have full control of your entire stay, uh, through your phone. Um, and that's, uh, that's, that's basically our product. And, and, and in August, of course, you announced that Journey had reported record growth um, of up to 200%, I believe, uh, and that you were adding some new locations in Miami and Nashville as well. So could you just talk to us a little bit through these, through these figures and, and explain as well how you were able to achieve this despite the, uh, the pandemic? Definitely, yeah. So um, I think what's great to talk about is the fact that uh, we had a vision for hospitality that started. Um, um, we had a vision of of a touchless experience and and uh, um, streamlining. Uh, uh, I would say hospitality operation before the pandemic arrived. Right, we we saw that as a problem that was happening um, even before. Uh, the pandemic and we just think that um, when this stress time comes and the pandemic is one of them it just kind of points out what's really wrong with the industry um, and you know you're probably familiar but most companies you know like uh, we're doing uh, in the short-term rental business that we're doing master leases uh, and and um, many in the hotel industry they had like just very bulky uh you know operations you know very with a, a lot of overheads and a lot of costs um and with antiquated they were running on antiquated system and a lot of even the short-term rental companies that use a lot of the um 
old hospitality systems. And, uh, and yes, some companies started adapting some technologies, but none of them were like a, a technology company. And when we came up with this concept, the concept of journey, uh, back in 2017, um, myself and David, uh, my business partner, we really wanted to focus on becoming a technology company in the space uh, and trying to fix all these things that people didn't see a problem as problems yet, but we knew that they would become a problem in the future, uh, which is like high overheads, right? Uh, and uh, uh, the fact that it's not so seamless, you know, like uh, whether you go into a hotel, you have to check in your front desk or you book an Airbnb and you have to, you know, somehow figure out like the code and the lock, you have a lock box and then I have to take the key. It's just like, it's just not seamless. And even if they put an automatic lock, it's maybe not secure because, you know, that code is just the same code for every guest or things of that nature. And, and, uh, um, we we just looked at the hospital and we said, you know, it's a mess. <laughs> let's uh, let's try to create something that makes make it as seamless as possible, combines all these different moving parts and make it like very simple, both from the owner st standpoint and from a guest standpoint. So that was our mission from day one, which it, it actually resulted in us having. Um, for example, a touchless experience, right? Like where guests don't have to touch anything in order to get into their units because they can use their phone to open and close doors and, th and things like that. And at the same time, having a very lean model that can reduce overhead for owners. Um, in, in this case, it can be a multifamily owner or a hotel owner. And when the pandemic arrived and a lot of these businesses were struggling, we literally were positioned to the, be the perfect solution. And um, even some of uh, some buildings that they had master leases on it that, um, you know, of, of some of the bigger names in, the, in our space in the short term rental, um, you know, left the building and the building was like, what, what do we do now? You know, we, we were the perfect solution for them. And at the same time, we had some boutique hotels where, uh, you know, they were not able to, they, they had to even close down because being open was losing them more money than, than, than being open and opening back up with us where they were able to go from losing money to making profit within 15 days uh, by just installing our technology and adopting our lean operation. So basically we kind of like came as savior in the space and, um, and that allow us to, to really grow uh, a lot. And, um, as we became a really good solution for the space. And um, I believe you've also raised um, $2.75 million um, in, in different seed rounds up to this point. So how, how would you say these have made Journey um, more agile during the pandemic? And also how have you been forced to adapt? Definitely. Um, well, so, so, Obviously, uh, raising money is essential, I think, for a business like ours. Um, as, as, you know, developing this technology is obviously expensive and that means that you have to spend more money than, than the money you make. Um, and, um, and definitely has helped us like, go, going through the pandemic. Um, and we're, we're planning to raise more money in the near, the near future to keep growing and, and actually fuel the growth. 
but I want to say the biggest uh, um, thing uh, for us was like the, the main difference between us and all our competitors, the fact that all those more complicated signing management agreements, that's what we focus on. Um, we do not want to sign mass releases. That's something that we want to stay away from it. Uh, and I think that's what also allow us to have 100% retention rate. We did not lose even one apartment, um, one unit during the entire pandemic. Um, if anything, actually, we, we grew the company three times the size and we'll keep growing, um, which is quite the opposite of anyone else in the space. Uh, and that's given, yes, by our product, but also the fact that that we created a lean operation where actually aligns our interests with the one of the owners um, and, uh, and not having a master leases definitely helped us. And some of the things that we did also to adapt is that we were at first only uh, servicing short-term rentals. Um, uh, not, not only, I would say that's incorrect, but, but with the focus of service only short-term rentals, um, and just a few boutique hotels. And I want to say that, that with the pandemic, definitely the amount of boutique hotels have uh, increased a lot. Um, as we seen them as the same product, really. Um, large hotels is different, but boutique hotels, I think they offer a similar product uh, than, than a short-term rental. And we, we kind of wanted to put them uh, in, within the same solution and it's working great for us. So, so I want to say that that those are some of the shifts and obviously focusing on the fact that that really uh, we came as heroes in some in most of the cases with with some of these owners that they were really struggling uh and we really saved their businesses which makes me like you know first of all like happy and proud of what we're doing because you're doing something great uh and at the same time it's helping our business to grow so and um You've talked about multiple asset classes already, short-term rentals, boutique hotels. Given that you provide these types of turnkey management solutions, how well-equipped do you believe the short-term rental sector in particular is equipped now to meet the evolving demands of travellers, the types that you're seeing with, with Journey? Well, seeing above, I can say that the good news of short-term rentals is that by being newer, they're better equipped. Um, hotels tend to, to really use old systems. Uh, while I see a lot of short-term rentals um, uh, already adapting the correct technologies and, and they're being in the right path. And actually, if you look at trends in the market, uh, short-term rental is like, are competing like hotels by a lot. Mm. Um, occupancy is, is nearly double in many markets in short-term rentals, and and the ADRs are even ADRs are higher. Uh, so I I say that 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 kind of shows you where the future of travel is. Um, but I also am a strong believer that hotels are not going to be out of business uh, if they understand and adapt as well. Um, it's just like that, you know, if you, the generation you're servicing is getting younger, right? Uh, so 
So people people evolve. Like uh, now, the majority of, the, of of today's population is it's getting smarter. Is looking for um, oftentimes experiences versus luxury, uh, and they're looking to things that are very convenient. You know, um, when you grow up with Uber and you know Postmates and all the services that are right on demand, like right there and there. Um, you start focusing and, 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 and your luxury becomes the convenience. Your luxury becomes like actually the custom experience. You know, like you look at the millennial, the generation Z, you're all looking at, you know, like what's, what's the next greatest experience I can have. They don't look like, oh, what's the uh, highest star hotel I can travel to and, you know, how many people I can have like bringing my luggage to my room right uh that's shifting and that's very important that that people in hospitality understand that um and i think even within the short-term rentals the people that try to bring the luxury within the short-term rental was actually not a good move um and they're actually the companies that did the worst during the pandemic well, people that try, try to create an experience, an elevated experience, um, in my opinion, there are the companies that are going to have the most future. Um, and that's what we're trying to do even as journey is, is to create that custom experience feeling, um, you know, even in, in the boutique hotels, not just in the short-term rentals. Um, uh, hotels like are an old product in my opinion and with all due respect with hotels that have done great and, and many people have done great in the hotel space until now but you know having the same exact looking room times 100 or times 200 it's not a that great of a customer experience <laughs> so so definitely um i i think short term rentals are are, are place to to do better uh in the future um and and hotels have to definitely wake up yeah. uh, in that sense yeah, yeah we, we've we've placed a big emphasis there on customer guest experience within that last conversation so from that perspective what do you expect to be some of the key trends that we're going to see emerging over the next 12 months um bit, bit difficult to do it but looking ahead um what, what do you expect to see um as we start to navigate this as we continue to navigate this pandemic no great question um i we 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 think that um we had a vision like i was mentioning in the beginning um of this um i say almost like people less experience and, and touchless experience where you're autonomous you do everything with your phone uh, and it's just as on demand as it can be. And it's as, uh, I say wasteful as, uh, um, the least wasteful as possible, meaning that, you know, being in line to check in an hotel is not a good experience for newer generations. Mm. Um, and because they want things quick, they want done their way. And again, the value experience over luxury, which in my opinion, means that this was a trend that was happening before the pandemic. And I think the pandemic pushed the people that were not necessarily just comfortable with this type of new experience, having to have experience already, um, which means like 
you know, it's happening even with like e-commerce, you know, like retails are, are going to be hurt, not just even now, but even after the pandemic, because a lot of people shifted on shopping online. Um, the same thing is happening in hospitality. Like people are now experiencing what it means to book an hotel and not having to talk to anyone while they walk in the room and really experience what it means to do it all through technologies. And that it's simply a better experience for a lot of people. Um, not everyone, right? I think there's always going to be a market for, especially for high-end hotels. And there's always going to be that target. But I'm talking about the majority of travelers. The majority of travelers would like to be able to even save a little bit of money and, and uh, within their booking because everything is, is driven by technologies. But at the same time, you have an immense better experience within your um, room, right? Yeah. And so I think this is creating, uh, it, it just accelerated a change that was already happening. Um, uh, the digitalization of things, right? Uh, and as, as it's happening in retails, it's also happening in hospitality. Um, so I, I think when, when we're going to be waking up from the pandemic and when all of this is over, we're going to be in a much different world than we were before. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm interested to um, hear your response to my final question, particularly as a millennial myself. Um, what, what role do you think uh, the Gen Z and millennial traveller demographics are going to play in the recovery of hospitality and real estate when this hope we we hope the the um the upturn from covid 19 arises and this question is kind of born out of we've seen for example airbnb restricting some um short-term rentals for um travelers under the age of 25 in some areas so what role do you think the these particular demographics are going to play in that recovery yeah i i i think they that they're going to be leading the recovery, uh, to be honest, because, um, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of like, you know, the nephew that goes, you know, for maybe a Christmas dinner and shows, uh, you know, the older generation, how he order all the gifts, uh, on Amazon <laughs> and how you can have them like at your place in, you know, in, in a day. Um, so I think I think I think they're key, and uh, especially because a lot of the online content uh, is being generated by by the newer generations. Um, and I think uh, during the recovery, we're going to be seeing a lot more of people experiencing things like journey. And I think like we're not going to be the only one, definitely. Um, you know, creating this uh, fully automated experiences that that are kind of cool. Uh, you know, it's it's really a gimmick to do it, and you know, to control your whole units from your phone. Uh, and I just see like how you know people uh, have start showcasing you know Tesla online, and Tesla biggest marketing was their users. I think it's it's going to happen the same thing with the future of of hospitality and. Uh, uh, who's going to be showcasing this is going to be the Gen Z and the millennial for sure. Well, thank you very much for joining me today, Luca, for the latest episode of a short-term rentals podcast. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. I certainly found it fascinating. 
Yeah, no, Paul, thank you so much for having me. And uh, yeah, it was great. Always a pleasure. Uh, and just a pleasure. Um, that you can follow all of the latest news, features and opinions from the global short-term rental industry on shorttermrentals.com where you can also sign up to our twice-weekly newsletters which come out every Monday and Thursday. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.